Hello, friends. Hello, walk stars. Hello, everyone who listens to this show. Libby and I are so thrilled that we had folks send their voice memos into us about what they're walking into 2023 with. I am so honored to be a part of this community with you all and to be hosting this show with Libby. It is so nourishing for me. And that is my word for 2023. Without further ado, here is the Community Voices episode of This Morning Walk. We love you. We adore you. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Happy holidays and happy new year. I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This, this Morning, Morning Walk, Walk podcast. podcast. Hi, Libby and Alex. It's Ash from Saskatchewan, Canada. I am just arriving back from day 151 of my walking journey and my walking practice I think like many of us began in the midst of lockdown when the world paused and we were working from home and it became one of my favorite ways to break up the day to get some fresh air to change the energy and what I started noticing was when I began walking I was being invited gently into this place of slowing down and really paying deep attention not only to my own inner world but to the world that was living and breathing outside of me and the more that I paid attention the more that I noticed the interconnectedness between everything whether it was the bird flying above me whether it was the the leaves on the trees fluttering in the wind or it was just the way that the sky looked that day. Every single small thing that I noticed became a miracle. And those are my best walks. That when I'm out in the world and I see myself alive and everything. I've always been a walker, strap on a pair of shoes and I felt like I could just go forever. But there was always a walk and, walk and listen to a podcast, walk and listen to a book, walk and have a phone call. And it wasn't until earlier this year when I left my corporate job and started my coaching practice that I realized I needed more quiet space and I really wanted to be more intentional about my walking. And so I stopped with the and part and (laughs) kept my earbuds at home and just started walking and being. I guess that is an and as well, but it just felt so different to be more aware of my senses, aware of my surroundings, to really listen to my feet hitting the pavement, or the birds chirping, or even, you know, a truck driving by, it just really changed the intention behind the walk and giving me space for clarity and let my mind wander or not. It really just changed how I look at walking and finding this podcast and Instagram. It's just nice to know that I'm amongst good company. So that's my story with walking.
Hi Libby. Hi Alex. My name is Danielle and I want to tell you a little bit about my walking practice as I take my walk right now. I've been lucky enough to know Libby through another practice we share, which is cold water exposure. Yes, we dip in the icy Atlantic all year long. I came to the practice about two and a half years ago when I was in a place where I was feeling really lost. Despite a lot of external achievement, I internally had lost sight of who I was, what I enjoyed doing, and was certainly not making space or time for myself. So for whatever reason, the cold water lured me in and I loved it. So I began to create a habit and I began asserting my needs. I left the office at three o'clock on Fridays. I knew my husband was picking up our kids. And for the first time in a long time, I felt like I had something that was my own. Flash forward to just a few months ago when I found out that I am pregnant again with our fourth and fifth babies, twins, um, my doctor advised against the cold water dips. So I was frankly scared shitless that I would lose something that I felt like had been so hard to reclaim that time for myself. Thankfully, since I knew Libby through this practice, I thought, huh, what better time to start walking? Um, encouraged by her and some of our other dipping friends, I decided to take up a walking practice and really learned that as much as I love my dips, it wasn't so much about the cold water for me, but about the ability to be able to assert my needs and carve out that time for myself. So I began doing that through the walk. Thanks to you guys, thanks to your inspiration. And even though I look forward to getting back into the water soon, I think that I will continue to walk on. Love you both. Hi everyone, my name's Hannah and I walk in Derbyshire in the UK. I'm grateful to Alex and Libby for bringing me this daily practice. Walking started in December 2021 as a way of reminding myself within the list of work and daily chores that I matter. Since I work from home full time, it was also a way of making sure I got outside every day, no matter what the weather. There are days when I don't want to go, either because I'm giving into the comfort of being indoors or I'm trying to avoid doing the thing that is unnatural to me, valuing myself, loving myself, showing myself care. Each time I go, knowing that even a shuffle around the block counts and knowing how much better being in nature makes me feel, even if it is just the glimpse of the sky in my suburb. I recently started my second year of walking and I never expected a habit of mine would last this long. I'm open to what walking in 2023 has to hold for me. I'm so used in the rest of my life to having expectations of myself that are filled with pressure to perform, to please, to perfect. I'm slowly unlearning these expectations and walking with an openness to what might happen is one way of teaching myself that I can be open to a new way of being. 
Over the last year, I've found unique joys in seasons I didn't think I loved. There are few more joyous walks than those that contain a rising sun reaching through a misty winter sky. I've also learned to love those muted grey days which offer a protected space in which to reflect and travel inwards. In 2023, I'm continuing to put my trust in footsteps, in nature and in the power of making a promise to myself. Why do I walk? I walk because, believe it or not, I am a walking miracle. I was told that I shouldn't be alive today, and doctors are still trying to figure out how I survived. I walk mainly because I remember the first time after waking up from a coma and being told that I had to learn to do it again. The fear of not knowing how to walk did not scare me because I knew muscle memory would kick in. My fear was that I would let my then dictate my now. So now I walk because I was once told that I wouldn't be able to. And I also walk for those that I've met along my journey of healing that can no longer walk whether it be by death or being paralyzed. My walks are not just for healing. My walks are for strength. And they are a testament that God can do anything. I was a young mother in my 30s when I began my daily walking practice. I've been walking for more than three decades. I started as a way to get outdoors with my young children when they were babies, and my walking has continued for friendship, solitude, contemplation, grieving, celebrating, for moving mind, heart, body, and soul. I've walked in many places and for thousands of miles. My local reservoir is one of my favorite spots. The irregular circular path and the vibrant life surrounding it reminds me of a timeless natural order. The place is the same, and yet every single day it is different, ending where it begins. There is life in every stage there, and there is also death as the cycle of life ebbs and flows. There are pelicans and egrets, herons, coyote, Canada geese, dogs of all sizes, people of all ages, freshwater otters, and all manner of birds. Walking brings me home and reminds me that I am both a tiny and a large part of the universe, that everything outside of me is also inside of me, that the life I see externally is also churning, alive, and ever-changing inside me. Walking has given me peace of mind and heart, body and soul. When I grieve deaths of those I loved, walking provided me space and unbounded time to remember them and that life is precious and no matter how long, life is short. 
Life is for moving, seeing, tasting, touching, smelling, breathing, rejoicing, living, loving, for walking into and through, around, up and over. Walking is a key to all of that for me and more. Let's walk on. Hey, my name's Maggie. I'm from Massachusetts. I was a walk star before I even knew what a walk star was. Walking for me has been my natural impulse for longer than I even realized. It is the one medicine that will always work for me. Nothing else can touch what walking does. Meditation doesn't touch it. Yoga doesn't touch it. Any other type of healing I have tried has not touched what walking can do. It is where I go in my darkest days and it's where I go in my best days. And I just want to give you an example of um, how walking was my medicine even before I knew what that was. It'll be six years ago this January that I lost my younger brother by suicide. And on that day of his death, My shoes went on and my friend and I walked for hours and it happened that day and it happens when I get outside now. Whenever I'm walking, there just comes a point where my brain physically shifts from that anxious, fearful, scarcity mindset and then all of a sudden, it's just Maggie with what is. It's Maggie outside in nature. It's Maggie outside and just soaking in the moment, not the past, not the future. So yeah, go walk every day, people, if you're already not doing it, but you probably are because you're listening to this podcast. So thank you, Alex, and thank you, Libby, and go walk stars. Hi, I'm Margaret. I'm 54 and I live in a suburb outside of Denver, Colorado. I've been walking consistently for about seven years and mostly around a reservoir in my neighborhood. But I certainly walk everywhere, whatever city I'm in, whatever I might be doing while I'm on vacation. I walk anywhere and everywhere. And this walking practice has brought me a lot of comfort in times of great change, which I've experienced many great and sometimes painful changes in the last several years. But I think maybe even more than that is it's a gift to myself every single time I'm outside. It's a gift of awe and wonder as I look at the snow, the sun, the clouds, the birds, the grasses, the trees, the water, Just seeing the natural rhythms of the earth and the seasons 
it is truly a sense of awe and wonder for me and a gift every single time I'm outside. It also helps me get out of my head and into my body and have moments of peace. I think my favorite walks are after storms. I love to hop outside, get geared up, and see what the world looks like after a big snowstorm, a big rainstorm, some huge weather event. I'm outside walking right now. Huge snowstorm yesterday. It's 10 degrees, and it is really spectacular out here. Happy walking, walk stars. Hi, Alex and Libby. I found this podcast because I was listening to We Can Do Hard Things. And you mentioned briefly your walking podcast, and I couldn't believe it because I have been wanting to start a walking podcast, but I do not know anyone who enjoys walking like I do. And the lessons I learned from walking, I just, I thought I was weird. <laughs> for having this. I guess I should have known there's probably a whole community of people who know about walking. I started walking a couple years ago in 2020 when I lost a full-time job, which was so fantastic, but I work full-time now again. But for a while, I didn't have a full-time job and I discovered walking and I still walk and I try to walk about six miles a day and people think that is crazy. And I think it would be crazy not to do it. It's my happy place. I just can't imagine not walking. I'm walking into 2023 going to a podiatrist though because my big toe hurts all the time. It's been hurting for years and years and years and I really it's affecting my walking. <laughs> so I have to look into another surgery for that. So that's depressing because although I don't want to walk in pain, I am willing to walk in pain, and I have been walking in pain for two years, so I don't know if I have to have surgery, but that's going to be terrible on my mental health because my walking is just my happy place. I have a favorite mug that I just found from Martin Galleries here in Houston, and it is so... I put a picture because I just can't explain it. I just love it so much. And I typically drink mud water. I used to drink coffee, but could not because of anxiety kind of reasons, tachycardia. So I decided to try mud water and I really like it. So that's what I usually drink in it. Hey Star Walkers, my name is Naoongoma. I am walking in community with you from Cape Town, South Africa. I am a yoga teacher and a co-creator of Conversations and Safe Spaces. My walking practice was inspired during a time when I was thinking about creating a safe and inclusive space for my students and healers to self-heal. And what came up for me was the importance of firstly creating that for myself. I have been intentionally walking for 34 consecutive days. 
My most joyous day so far was day 26. It reminded me that this year has been a homecoming. It's been dedicated to intentionally walking back home to myself, remembering who I am, creating a safe space for myself within my body and in the spaces I occupy. I have been reparenting my inner child and letting her know that she is safe. We are safe. So anytime I lose my way, I can always walk back home to myself. I'm walking into 2023 with deep gratitude for my walking practice, loving my able body, living creatively and honestly, and continuing to nourish my mind, body, and soul. I'm so grateful for this community and all the lessons I have learned from listening in on the podcast of This Morning Walk. Especially the biggest one was that keeping a promise to myself is what keeps me moving. That's what keeps me going. I hope that we continue to walk in community and that maybe one day we meet. (laughs) Let me know when you're in Cape Town. For now, happy walking. I started to walk, to keep moving, working from home, had reduced my commute to a few steps from upstairs to down. The new job was not what I dreamed it would be. I was stressed, overwhelmed, my smartwatch being the reminder to stand up and move. Then my heart fell apart, in February of all months. Again, alone, the days got longer and brighter. I needed something to do, something on the weekends to divert my mind. Wales called, its coastal path called, and in between my neighbourhood called. 30 minutes around the block, ping, you've closed your exercise ring. No one seems to start at the end and finish at the beginning. But there it is, all but a half an hour drive away, so I started at the end. A coastal path that's not just about the coast, but feats of engineering. Small hamlets with pretty churches, nature reserves lighthouses and power stations, buzzards and cows, towns and fields, traffic and solitude, a path that moved me forward, through purgatory if you will, it made me brave, made me feel my emotions, made me get out of the house, kept me moving step by step and was gentle with me. Hi Alex, hi Libby. My name is Tanya and I live near Raleigh, North Carolina. I have started an outdoor walking practice solely because of you two and Libby, especially due to the things you mentioned in your Giving Thanks podcast in November. When you mentioned how much you enjoyed the outdoors as a child and how it brought you such joy and your 
desire to bring some of that joy and outdoor experience into your life as an adult really resonated with me. I really was struck by the fact that you mentioned the practice is not for weight loss or any other goals like that. It really is for the joy of being outdoors and feeling the sheer joy of it all. I started my walking practice on November 29th, and I have been walking ever since. Right now in North Carolina, we're having what folks call a cold snap. It is 13 degrees today, and that is unusual for this neck of the woods. I am outdoors right now walking, bundled up, and I'm loving it. This practice has become such a joy to me. It has become a way for me to connect with the outdoors, to be in nature. One of the things that I love more than anything else, if this practice were a chore or something I had to do, trust me, I would not be out here right now in 13 degree weather. But I am, I am enjoying the sun hitting my face. I am enjoying hearing the wind, hearing the leaves blowing across my neighbor's lawns. And believe it or not, I'm also enjoying this cold, cold weather, the wind hitting my face. I'm truly present and I'm enjoying every moment of it. So I want to thank you both for this walking practice, for this podcast, and for introducing this into my daily life. Thank you both. Hi, Alex and Libby. My name is Vanessa Herr, and I'm giving you a shout from Madison, Wisconsin today. I'm really excited to chat with you, and I'm a huge fan of your podcast. What motivated me to start my own walking practice was, like so many other people, the pandemic. I have worked in the live events industry as a photographer for the past 15 years, so I was immediately without work. I had two children under the age of two in my home. And on April 26, 2020, we were celebrating my son's first birthday when I got a phone call that we had lost my big brother to overdose. So starting immediately walking out the door and heading out into my neighborhood, my own city and hitting the pavement just with a long walk was incredibly therapeutic. Alex, you recently put a post online and said that when the world feels super heavy, give yourself permission to put some things down and to not fix things. And I wanted to add to that. The company I work with now that provides substance abuse disorder treatment, and we often talk about what it means to set something down that has created so much weight for you to carry. My addition to your statement is that it doesn't mean you can't pick it back up if you're missing it. Moving through grief doesn't mean that you can't pay homage to what happened. You're not being dismissive and you're not being disrespectful to that life event by acknowledging it and not letting it consume you. I say this because after doing a series of psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy sessions, I can now say that there's something missing for me. And it used to really tear me up, and sometimes it still does. But now I can say, yes, this thing is missing for me. And it is what it is. It's not unclear to me what's missing from my life. It's, it's him. It's my big brother. And by just saying, what's missing? Well, he's missing. 
that I left him and I'm letting go and also setting down the idea that this could have been any different. My walks are invigorating and inspiring because it's allowed me to hold space and get very clear on how I want to serve the recovery community. I am not in recovery from substance use disorder myself, but this is my life now and I am in this 110% so that other families do not have to lose their loved ones to overdose. All my best to you and happy holidays, ladies. Thank you for doing this. Alex and Libby, thank you so much for inviting the This Morning Walk community to give our thoughts on what this walking practice has meant to us this year. I thank you both for inspiring us and inviting us last year to walk into 2022 with you both and to join the community. On January 4th of this year, I made the commitment to, and I set the intention to get up early every day to go for a walk at dawn to look for the beauty in each day, to do it for 365 days, and to take a picture of something that captured my eye or my spirit on the walk and post it. And this created a visual record of the walks and also has held me accountable. Today is day 346. I have walked for 346 days, no matter what. And I've risen and walked for about an hour at sunrise each day for 346 consecutive days, over 800 miles. I made a commitment and I stuck to it through rain, sleet, snow, hail, bitter cold, heat, humidity, no excuses. And I feel more connected to the rhythm of Mother Nature, to my local community, to my walking partner, who's my husband, and to myself. And I am absolutely filled with gratitude to you both for instilling this gift of this morning walk. It is really incredible. And I would say that how each of you has been uniquely inspiring or helpful in this process Libby, you've done this every day, or at that time, when we began this year, you had already walked for 10 years, over 25,000 miles, and that was frankly pretty intimidating. So Alex, I thank you for being, you know, your candor, and you had just begun. You'd just been walking for a few months, so you made it seem achievable, and so I thank you for that inspiration. And Libby, I thank you for your tips of Literally, like, how do you do this? And, you know, I started, as I said, on January 4th. It was cold. The first couple months, it was cold every day. And so your tip of looking at the weather forecast the night before and laying out your clothes, that was so helpful to me because I had no excuse. Like, I looked at the forecast every night. I laid out my clothes at the bottom of my bed, and literally within a couple minutes of me waking up, I was out the door, properly tired, and so it made the experience fine. Like, no matter what was happening with the weather, we were able to go on our walks because we were prepared, and it was all about having the right clothes, 
you know, to, to be comfortable so you could walk for an hour every day no matter what. So I thank you both so much for, as I said, inviting us into this community and participating. It has been a total, total joyous gift. And I look forward to celebrating day 365, and I look forward to continuing walking into 2023. This morning walk has inspired me a lot. I've always been inspired by Alex L and her positive inspiration on social media. So when she started walking and she really started to take us on her journey, it helped me a lot to cope with being in another country. I moved to Berlin and walking has truly helped me. Um come to terms with learning the land again, learning a new land, learning my area, my environment, and coming across so many different beautiful natural environments really helped me heal from um, past experiences and just really helped me cope with the things that I've been through, especially in the States with all of the demands and just the toxic things that I went through in the States. So I walk to find peace of mind. I walk to reconnect with nature. I walk to hear the voices of the ancestors. I walk to hear the messages of the trees. Walking has just been phenomenal for me to come back into balance, to remain peace, to remain at peace, and to remember that we are all interconnected in in the way of nature. There's only one vibrational source, one pool of consciousness that we all swim in. And walking has really brought that to the forefront and has helped my mind shift miraculously. Thank you so much. Hi there, my name is Lexi and I am a fellow walk star from Indianapolis. Walking has created a safe space for me, a place that I can catch my breath both figuratively and physically. It has taught me to practice, as Libby says in her book, to be wildly confident, empower others, and to keep going. Or as Alex teaches, that change brings resilience. I have begun the journey of finding comfort in the outdoors to utilize my thermals, which I did not before, <laughs> and show love to the parts of me that truly need it. This community is so beautiful, and I am beyond grateful for you, Alex and Libby. Happy New Year to you all, Walk Stars. I hope it's a great one.
Hi, my name is Sigríður Rólu Kristjánsdóttir and I live in the town Ísafjörður in the Westfjörds of Iceland. Last summer I came across a photo with the hashtag This Morning Walk and it interested me enough so I googled it and came across your website and bought the book to walk. The book was my companion for the first walk in my series of 122 days in a row. My husband, daughter and I had ordered a trip to sunny Tenerife and were leaving December 7th. This trip had a special meaning to us as my husband has been battling cancer and the year has been a difficult one. I decided that day to walk every day until we left for the trip. That was 122 days. And I did. Work was busy and I had to travel some. We had some illness, but I did walk. My shortest walk was only about 15 minutes, but I did go out and walk around the neighborhood. My main goal was going out and walk for a bit. No specific length of time. Most of my walks were about 3 to 4 kilometers long, about 40 to 50 minutes a day. My longest was over a mountain range and took about 5 hours. I had company for some walks. My sister was on the longest walk. My husband joined me for quite a few. My daughter a few and some friends came along once or twice. Most mornings I did walk alone. The walks were a lifesaver. I love going out in all weathers and experience my neighborhood and my town in a different way each day. What was a little hard with morning walks where I live is that I started out going out at 6 o'clock in the morning on a bright summer day, but came come October, the mornings had turned dark and a bit cold. My husband then gave me a big parka with and a headlight and that helped a lot. Being warm when opening the door and being well lit helps. I will continue with walks and movement and have set a goal with my husband for 365 days of movement in 2023. I may not walk every single day, but I will do some sort of movement. Thank you for the inspiration to try this daily practice. Hi, my friends. It's Ariana. I'm walking into 2023 chanting, trust the process. If there is one thing I learned in 2022, it is that in life, there are inevitably going to be difficult moments and even stretches of time that feel really hard. But if you can reflect on your experience from a place of curiosity, especially when it feels uncomfortable, you will forge your ability to transform that shit into fertilizer. And there is so much growth in that opportunity. It's like if you can allow yourself to move towards your fears, practice failing, and champion new approaches until you're no longer fearful, then continue on to that next uncomfortable thing. This is what trusting the process looks like. This is what trusting yourself looks like. And this is how I want to lean into cultivating a deeper rooted understanding of self and of the world and my place in it. And above all, I really desire to spend more time walking in nature and at her pace. What's that Emerson quote? Something like adopt nature's pace, her secret is patience, or adopt the pace of nature, her secret is patience. And that's it, just a slower, more deliberate pace in the wild. And to do so with friends would be really great. 
On a recent trip to the White Mountains with Libby and some of our friends, we did just that. We marveled at every gnarly tree and mushroom, and we dipped in the frozen waterfalls together. It was marvelous. And when I returned from that trip, I was really craving more of that feeling, that pure bliss of nature. And sharing that with great friends just amplifies that joy tenfold. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram, me, Alex L., and me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time, take care. Thanks, Thanks for, for walking, walking with us. us.